6: Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
5: wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Hello and welcome. It's hour number two of the podcast. And this hour, all about a big old trade in the NFL. The Jacksonville Jags sending away their franchise player at defensive end, Yannick. N'Gokwe, he is on the move to the Minnesota Vikings. We grade the trade, a defensive stalwart, unhappy, on the move. We give out the letter grade to the Vikings, letter grade to Jacksonville, and to the player in this big transaction. We get to it this hour and a very interesting call from Kansas City. Wait till you hear what this guy had to say. We'll get to it all. Here it is. Enjoy. Let's make a deal. We got a big one. Well, at least a franchise player on the move in the NFL. Just a couple weeks, less than that, before the start of the regular season. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast... And ever-expanding Fox Sports Radio empire. Although we're apart these days, we're sharing more, and Geico is sharing more, too, with the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last. Your full policy term, visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. We're back at it again. And... We got a trade in the NFL. Final preparations being made before the curtain goes up in less than two weeks on the 2020 NFL season. Next Thursday, not this Thursday, next Thursday it kicks off and everyone else plays over the weekend. Following that, and a disgruntled, dejected, angry franchise player has been repackaged and sent out of Dodge. Now, if you were not listening earlier, you did not hear about this. Perhaps you did not. We got a trade. Jacksonville has agreed to send the much disgruntled defensive end, the pass rusher, Yannick Ngakwe. He is going out of Jacksonville, and he is going where? To the Minnesota Vikings. Ngakwe, the NFL's only franchise tag player who is still unsigned, The last of the Mohegans. He hadn't signed. He wasn't going to play. And he's, you know what? Now he's going to play. So in exchange for the 25-year-old defensive end, the Vikings are sending outbound a second-round draft pick in 2021 and a conditional fifth-round pick in 2022 that could be upgraded if Ngakwe plays really, really well. So now there is some red tape and uh, I understand a lot of that has been done. Uh, Yannick has also expedited the process, or process, if you will, to get the trade done, and Gokwe, uh, is, uh, he hasn't signed it yet. I don't believe he's officially signed it, Signed it, but he's going to get a one-year uh, deal with the Vikings. He, he's going to get less than he would have gotten on the franchise tender with Jacksonville, so to get the trade done, he has to sign that tender and then renegotiate, but we're going to assume all of this gets done. It certainly is tracking that way. It's not official, official, but it's almost official. So let us discuss. The question, who gets the best of the trade? You've got a couple of draft picks for Jacksonville, and you've got a player, an actual human being, in return for the Vikings in in the form of Yannick Ngakwe. So I, I'm going to put a grade on it. Uh, I'm going to give the Vikings an A-minus. Jacksonville gets a C minus and Ngakwe gets an F. I'm giving him an F. Now, I've got Plug, 1980s game show, and basic economics. Those three things, and we will lock them all together. Now, number one. Number one. All right. So Minnesota, they have the top grade when you're handing out grades, letter grades here, for several reasons. All right. Several reasons the Vikings get. The top grade. They actually got a physical presence in the trade. They didn't get a couple of draft picks. They actually got somebody that can help them in the here and now. A proven commodity, although not a household name, it's a mouthful. Yannick Ngakwe was a Pro Bowl player. Not an All-Pro, but he's been to a Pro Bowl. He has that on his resume. And he has been an Iron Man type of player. He has missed only one game. That's it since he started playing in 2016. So he's been dependable and reliable. You know he's going to show up and play. And he's made a a number of uh, statistical accomplishments as a member in Jacksonville. Uh, Ngakwe, proven, he's averaged 9.3 sacks per season since entering the NFL as a third-round draft pick. So this is a guy that you can plug in and play right away. And you don't have to... There's not a lot of... Learning. Like he said, oh, it's two weeks before the regular season. What are the Vikings going to do? No. I mean, his job is to get to the quarterback. There's only a couple of different ways to accomplish that. So it's not like they're reinventing anything here. And Gakway is going to go out and they're going to tell him, all right, there's Aaron Rodgers over there. Get him. Take him out. And and for Minnesota now, the, 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 I gave them an A because they got the player. But here's the thing. When you you grade this, for Minnesota, they're now able to replace Everson Griffin, who left. He had been their Pro Bowl defensive player, and he skedaddled off to the Cowboys earlier this month, and the Vikings did not replace him. So in that respect, while the Vikings get the highest grade, this is a lateral type of move. It's a lateral move. It's like you're not really necessarily gaining that much, although this is a younger player, than Everson Griffin, the Vikings, we we assume, will pair Ngakwe opposite of Daniel Hunter, and they will have a one-two punch on the defense, which Mike Zimmer loves. He's all about that defense, boss. And Minnesota, here's the other thing about this. You look at the rub on Ngakwe. Let's say he plays really well, goes out and has a bunch of sacks again, and the Vikings' defense leads the way, and Minnesota's back in the playoffs then the Vikings can franchise tag and play, hey, ta- let's play tag you're it next season if they want. There's nothing, no language, nothing that prevents the Vikings from doing that, which is interesting because the player didn't really gain much of anything. Now, the second thing, when you look at the other side of the transaction and Jacksonville, they only get a C- minus because they gave up the player for... Lottery tickets, right? I always complain about this. Uh, Say what you want, the guy's not a household name, but Yannick Ngakwe has been successful at rushing the quarterback. He's done it in obscurity in Jacksonville, but you give up that guy because he didn't want to play for you, and you get some draft picks, which is like it's like raffle tickets. You know, it's like okay, you got a couple raffle tickets. You're trying to win the the big prize. Good luck. You're playing an old nineteen eighties game show, press your luck, right? When you when you have those those raffle tickets, it's big money, big money, big money, no whammies, no whammies, stop. And Ngakwe, he made it painfully obvious that he no longer wanted to play in Jacksonville. He even went as far as to spar with the son of the owner. Shad Khan's kid got into a heated back and forth with Ngakwe on social media. Now, I understand the other side. The, the devil's advocate side of things says that Jacksonville, they're actually in good shape. They got rid of a bad apple. This guy, as we said, he want to play there. He was fighting with the owner's kid. He's a troublemaker. He's unhappy. and They monetized a former third-round pick, and they got a second-rounder, and they also got a fifth-rounder. And while that is certainly true that, yes, Jacksonville did Give a player who they got in the third round, and they got a second and a fifth, and maybe even higher than that, if Ngakwe plays well. But here's the problem: you're back spinning the roulette wheel, hoping that it doesn't come up green and it comes up red, and not and not anything else. You're betting on red or or black or whatever, but you're not betting you're not betting on something that is most likely to happen. Meaning the, the draft process. Right, uh, and we we battle this every year with the NFL draft. These these players who every player looks great coming out, but can they play? So the Jacksonville Jags are back to square one. They will be taking another player who's highly decorated in from collegiate football. or well, maybe not even college football because they could be drafting somebody that didn't even play this year if they pick anybody out of the Big Ten or the Pac-12, but they'll get an unproven commodity, a player that is untested at the professional level, and they will be gambling that that said player will not hoodwink the franchise, right? that they won't be hornswoggled into drafting somebody that can't play, and they'll get a player at least as good as the player that they gave up, a guy that had been to a Pro Bowl. Good luck. All right, final point. So, I, I've given out a couple of grades here, as we said. We, the Vikings get an A minus. Jacksonville gets a C minus. Well, now we welcome in Yannick Ngakwe, who wanted to be traded. He had asked for a trade, as we said. His wish was granted. So, how on God's green earth does he still get an F for this transaction? I'll tell you why. Basic economics. If you do the accounting, if you do the accounting, Ngakwe turned down a franchise tag that would have, if he had signed and played for that money, would have guaranteed him $17.8 million this season. And now we are hearing that he's already agreed to a contract in Minnesota where he will make roughly $12 million in 2020. That is a net loss of almost $6 million to do the same job in a different city with different colored laundry, and uh, that is the, the, the way that this works out. So you're you're taking a decline in sour, and you're going to do the same job. So that's bad money management. And there's no guarantee where you can't be the franchise tag after this year. You can't be the franchise player. But wait, there's more. All right, Wait, there's more. So you have the coulda, woulda, shoulda game, and that certainly applies to this particular player, Ngakwe. Ngakwe could have signed with the Jags last summer. He would have earned roughly $40 million in guaranteed money between 2019 and this year. So that's about $40 million, give or take, as the crow flies. Instead, instead, he didn't do that. That's what he should have done. Instead, he will make roughly $15 million over those two seasons. So he traded $40 million... For $15 million, which, listen, I've made plenty of mistakes. I've taken some very bad financial advice here, real estate advice that's terrible. I've taken that from colleagues of mine, former colleagues of mine. I will not name them. Um, but I, I, as someone that has lived that life, I know when someone else is making a bad decision financially. Now, obviously, this is in retrospect. But if you get offered $40 million for a couple of years, you got to take that money especially when you're in a place like Jacksonville. And, and now, even this year, like going to Minnesota, that's a better situation for him because the Vikings, you figure that they will be in contention. They'll be in some big games there, and Yannick Ngakwe and will be featured, and they'll have Collinsworth and Al Michaels slobbering all over him in the broadcast booth saying how great everything is. But you can't get that money back, right? That's the problem. Once the money's gone, you can't get it back. You can get other money. But you can't get that money, so not exactly financial savvy, uh, I would say. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to opine on any of that, you can certainly take part here. It's all fair game at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And we're also available on Twitter at Ben Maller, our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. And also on Instagram. By the way, if you want to go on Instagram or Facebook, you can see photographic evidence for the second consecutive week cooking with Benny. I saw that. Roberto, I went in the kitchen. My wife just sent me a thing on Instagram saying,
0: oh, can you do this? Yeah, you you (laughs) got to do it. to make the sandwiches? Roberto,
8: those sandwiches are amazing, man. They look great, man. Yeah. Good job by you. 2 weeks in a row. I can't do it 3 weeks in a row. So I I got to stop. Yeah, you got to change it
0: up a little bit there.
8: Yeah, I got to change. It. I mean, I mean they're really good, but they're not the healthiest sandwich in the world, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Looks deep.
0: delicious though, man.
8: Oh, it's really good, man. You can pull this off, bro. You got that fried daddy, you got all that going on, so you can Yeah. You can absolutely pull it off. All right, uh we will we'll press on. We'll take your phone calls 877-99 on Fox and uh dinged up at quarterback. We are just a couple weeks away from the start of the regular season, and uh, quarterback, a red flag is up for a quarterback projected to start this season. We will get to that. They're trying to downplay it, but should they be downplaying it? What quarterback am I talking about? I will tell you. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
9: Goodbye, Mets. You literally suck, Mets.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
10: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, it's Creighton. You do watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the,
9: not the Big East tournament?
10: Well, I mean, they could, maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. Nicole. Like, that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams. was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton?
1: Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
11: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen
1: to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list.
0: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career.
4: It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, he was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I'm Miss Hurley.
2: I said, what? Sergeant
0: Burrell. This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
12: We need to grow the Maller Militia. This is the program of the people, by the people, for the people. Let's help bring new listeners to the Magic Radio Box. As we burn the midnight oil, if you'd like to help, please just post messages about the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. Word-of-mouth advertising is invaluable. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Keith writes in, he says...
8: Hey, Ben, I would rather hear you break down the Pittsburgh Pirates' bullpen than hear about a defensive end switching teams. Well, No, you wouldn't. It, you want to break down the no. Pirates' bullpen? Who do they got? They got – let's look don't at the even, Pirates' – No. Don't no? E- no, don't even do it. Someone named Nick Turley? Is he on that pitching staff, Nick Turley? Oh, I remember him on the uh, the Rams. Yeah, he threw the helmet. Remember that? <laughs> uh, that was Kyle Turley.
13: Oh, oh like yeah, Kyle Turley? Yeah. Oh, here's yeah. a
8: – I think this guy's a former – I think he played with the Angels. Nick Tropiano? Isn't oh, yes. He a, yes, he did. Yeah, he's on the Pirates' bullpen, who? it says here. Uh, who else? Carson, he's doing a hell of
13: a job. Carson yeah, Fulmer. He used to be a starter, so, I mean, that tells you how that's gone.
8: Uh, Yeah, someone named Carson Fulmer. You know, he's good because he was picked up off waivers from Detroit.
12: Only the best for the Pirates' pitching staff.
8: You know? Yeah, they also have a guy named Sam Howard who was on waivers from Colorado because the – Rockies always, when they have good pitching, they always release them. They have so much pitching. That's a good point. Yeah.
12: Trade deadline today. Who, who are the pirates in the trade away, Eddie? Uh, anyone who wants any of them. <laughs> well, they only have like one guy, right? Josh Bell. And That's, he's sucking oh, yeah. this year. He was great last year, yeah, but he's, he's terrible having, this year. he's not year. having a good year.
8: Although I did see the highlight. He hit a car. Did you see that, Eddie? No, I missed that. Yeah, he hit, is that they, like they hit they had the ball
12: and bull Durham? Did You get a free steak. What did he win for hitting the car?
8: I don't know, but he hit the car. You got to look at the highlight there in center field. He he's, he whacked the ball right in uh, right in that car area. They had the car on display there. And, uh, yeah, right, that, uh, that highlight made the rounds there pretty good. All right, uh, let's go to the phones here. Let's see. Who do we have? Uh, Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Let's say hello to uh, – wow, we have a golden ticket. Jason in Kansas City goes right to the I've front of the line cashing a golden, day cashing day a golden ticket. Hello, Jason.
9: Hi. Hello,
8: Jason. You're on the radio. Please.
9: Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, uh, listening to you for a long time, and I have this little thing I've been wanting to share with you uh, about my workplace and the people I work with. Um, I named one of my managers after you. So oh, you I did. refer to ev- I refer to everybody at as that he is Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Well, I'm flattered. I I, I am flattered that you have chosen to name uh, someone that, that you work with as Betty. How, how, how do you feel about your
9: super? But <laughs> but there's there's four others. Uh, one of my coworkers, I also also uh, named him after Jonas Knox. Oh, all right. So I call right. him Jonas. Sure. <laughs>
12: yeah.
9: And then and then remember Mark Willard that used to be at Fox Sports. Oh. Wow. <laughs> is, is he still here? Got, got he him. No, he's
12: not here anymore. No, he, was, he got pissed off at me one time because I liked a tweet that said he he, he sucked.
8: <laughs> I remember that. I remember
12: that. <laughs> yeah, but in my defense, the tweet also said that they loved me. Yes, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was. I was liking that. I wasn't liking the other part. I remember that. Yeah, he uh, mentioned Mark, it on the air, Ben. He brought it up I have on not the not air. Heard yeah. The name Mark Willard. <laughs> I was dude. like, wow.
0: Oh my! But, I remember
8: Willard used to pretend like he didn't hate the Dodgers, but he's like a big Giants fan. Yeah, I know to, it was really annoying. I, like he, I worked with
0: him on Sunday mornings, and it was
8: really annoying. Yeah, I used to like play this game where he wasn't actually a Dodger hater, but we everyone, you know, he's he. I think he's working uh, in the Bay Area. He, he's like yeah, a he's often apologist. So yeah. Anyway,
13: I, I so Coop, you there, remember that though? I I do, and I re- I remember, uh, and it's funny because I feel like I know the personalities of all of his coworkers just based off of. uh what he calls them based on but i rem- <laughs> do you remember you probably i don't know if you would listen when when mark willard there was a short period of time he was doing ben's old uh weekend overnight spot uh it was, he had a segment called kid casters did you uh no
12: no i don't remember that <laughs> how'd that go yeah, what was that it was, bit?
13: Uh, it was uh him recording his kids yeah uh talking about the game wow Well, there's nothing nothing the radio listener loves more,
8: or anyone, than hearing about other people's kids. Right? I
12: mean, it's just something. Well, just a fan favorite. Yeah, just judging by Coop's uh, description, he sounds like he really loved it too. Coop was a big fan (laughs) of that.
8: Not, oh, I can't wait to find out who the last one. So, Jason, you revealed now, for those of you just tuning well, in. Well, there's so, actually two more. Hold on. Wait wait, hold on a second. For those tuning in, we have live coverage here. Jason in Kansas City, he has named some of his uh, – these are people above you, right, Jason? These are people in
9: – Some that are uh, above and
8: equal. Okay, some are equal, some are above, but he's named one after me, Ben. He's named one after Jonas and one after former Fox Sports Radio personality, Mark Willard. All right, we have two more. All right, this is very exciting.
9: Uh, we have another guy who looks just like Dave Roberts, so I call him Dave, okay. he's your Rogers manager. There you go. That's a good attribute. And does that he, guy
8: go? Does that guy that looks like Dave Roberts go around saying I really liked him in that spot? Does he say that? I liked a lot? him in that spot. I really did. Uh, no,
9: him. he doesn't say that.
8: Okay. All right.
9: Uh, the final one we have is uh, Real Talk from New York, but I'm oh. assuming this is what Real Talk Ooh. looked like. Kind of a short, skinny guy, and always wears a ball cap. <laughs>
12: really, I, that's I, him, I, all right. Yep, nailed him.
9: Yeah. Okay. So, sure. Yeah, yeah. So can uh, can I invite all the listeners if they want to start calling you Luis instead of Ben? We could like switch it around since I call my manager Ben, I could call you my manager's name, which is Luis. Luis. Well, that sure. sounds
12: like a great idea to me. It's a, so so I could have look cooking like Luis. With, I, I
9: do. do <laughs> yeah. You could have cooking with Roberto and Luis. Yes, that's a great idea, Jason.
8: That's <laughs> tremendous. I do, I Oh, this guy should
12: be this guy should be management here this guy
8: yeah your management your management Upper potential there Jason. yeah you have a lot of you have a lot of ideas you're an ideas guy right? you
12: got no coops there yeah. nobody that loves weed you got no coops
9: um i don't really he's coops you're
12: coops coo- aren't you <laughs> <He> sounds, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he might have uh, had some fun with that i don't know
8: you might have partaked in <laughs> maybe yeah, a
12: little bit he sounds relaxed
8: all right, well, Jason, thank you. I don't know what else we can say. I mean, I'm flattered that you would name someone after me and call your
9: your. Well, your if boy. you ever come back here to Kansas City, maybe we could get all five guys and line them up, and you could try to guess which each who each one is. That's okay. a great idea.
8: That is, that is a, a idea. wonderful <laughs> idea. Yeah, we'll go hang out. We'll eat chicken fingers, and then we'll all we'll have like a caravan. We'll go have the Ben Maller chicken fingers, which are only available in Kansas City, and then we'll go out on a like a van and we'll drive over to Lawrence, Kansas, and have the Maller Fowler. So we'll have like a Maller food tour around Kansas City, and then over in Kansas. So, all right, all right. uh, Thank you. I got to go, Jason. This is not that this wasn't riveting. Great use of a golden ticket there.
13: That's one of the strangest uses of a golden ticket.
8: Uh, That was solid. That's (laughs) contributing to the show. That's the golden tickets for man. It's the kind of content that we need (laughs) right there. Desperately need that content. We can't, the show can't go on without that content. Uh, Supermarket Steve writes and says, I missed the Kidcaster segment. I was wondering what great radio mind came up with that. Uh, Mark Willard. There you go. I, I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. Coop brought it up, but uh, I don't know anything about it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, says, Willard works at our competitor in San Francisco. He hosts the Giants postgame show. He's a huge, oh. giant fan. Well, it's funny, though, Matt. I I, I think I, I'd heard that somewhere along the way that Willer's doing that. Good for him. Good for him. That's a good job, and I'm sure he'll do well at that. If I don't know how long he's been doing it, but I do remember when he would work in L.A. radio and he was trying to pretend, and Roberto knows what I'm talking about. He was trying to pretend like he wasn't a Dodger hater, but everyone yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Everyone knew the truth. We knew the truth there. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati writes in and says, Jason in Kansas City sounds like... He's in the uh, Jared from Subway Club. What are you talking about? What does that even mean, Justin? You think you sell sandwiches? Is that what you're, you're talking about? Uh, Vols fan Jimmy says, breaking down the Pittsburgh bullpen will get you called into HR. So he thinks I'm in trouble. And just Josh writes and says, the, the whammies remind me of stinking genius. They look like they're related. I'm pressing my luck. Well, now that you bring it up, and you did send out the the graphic from the game show Press Your Luck. That does kind of look like Arnie Spanier, a little bit. Like Arnie in a hot tub. That's what, that's what it looks like. Uh, Robin Vegas writes in says, I'll drop the poor financial advice names for you, Benjamin. The bad housing market advice was from a TV dentist, and the bad stock market advice was from uh, Blind Scott. You're welcome. Keep up the good sports talk. I don't know what you're talking about. Tom Moody. I don't, I don't know who that is.
2: That person is dead to me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
12: Now, Roberto briefly mentioned this a few moments ago, but coming up later today, we have the Major League Baseball trade deadline, 4 p.m. Eastern time. And some of the names uh, that are tossed out there that could be on the move, Joey Gallo, the outfielder for the Texas Rangers, Josh Hader, the star closer for the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, starting pitcher Archie Bradley. Mike Clevenger, uh, pitcher of the uh, Cleveland Indians. Uh, any any other names? Other Lance Lynn is a guy apparently who's on the block for the Rangers. Any Anyone else out there, Ben, as a baseball expert uh, that might yes. be on the move that could be of interest to our baseball fans?
8: Well, there there's a bunch. We're actually going to do a Maller monologue. Oh, in.
12: when's that going to be?
8: Uh, next hour, All we right. will have in-depth team coverage of the MLB trade deadline. With a, a month to go or so, and Clevenger's the big one. Yeah, he's so going somewhere. We're going to talk about Clevenger. Everyone seems in agreement that Mike Clevenger, he's the guy, remember, Eddie, that,
13: that lied about going out and then he flew on the he's team plane. He's gone. Plate. Should the yeah. Angels go after him or is it already too late? The The crazy part, he's still under contract for two more years after this year.
8: Yeah, arbitration eligible for the next two years, which means he's relatively cheap yeah. by baseball standards. Yeah. And they're still going to send him away. The uh, if these reports are accurate, that he's and now, out was there.
12: he on the block before this latest incident, or is this? No, they were not going to trade him before oh, this happened. Okay.
0: Wow. No, I mean no, there but, was rumors in the off that he might get traded. Traded, but yeah, but it, it, they were not. I mean, they
8: were not realistic. The Red Sox have traded a couple of guys. They traded Mitch Moreland over the weekend to the Padres, and uh, they've got Jackie Bradley Jr. The guy is great defensively, can't hit a lick. Lance yeah. Lynn
0: gonna get traded too.
8: J.D. Martinez, who's hitting like two hundred for the Red Sox. But you said you didn't week.
12: think Hader was getting traded, right? From the Brewers, the uh... I think What's
8: he's getting that? traded. You said I, I didn't, I I didn't, didn't say... think he was going to be traded. Hater, I don't I didn't think. But uh, Roberto, you think he's gone? You think he's I, out I of think here? I think he might get traded. Yeah, the trade Hater. How about Are, is, that, is that
12: wishing, Roberto? You wishing he's uh, going to the Dodgers?
8: Yeah, yeah. Well, then the Angels trade. They made a trade. Angels, over Angels, the yeah, they they traded Tommy Tommy Yeah, they're selling. Are you devastated? To Oakland. You won't be yeah, able to the get Tommy with Stella as an angel anymore? Mm, He's division,
12: gone? Oh, pff, division rival.
13: I'll, I'll have to admit this is the first I'm hearing about it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan And group. they traded their
0: fan. catcher to, uh, to the Padres. Castro. Oh, yeah, that's
13: right. Uh, what was the guy's name?
8: The ca- Was it Castro? Castro? Jason yeah. Castro? Yeah. yeah. Jason Castro. Not Fidel. Fidel's dead, yeah. so they, they traded Jason Bundy's Castro. Bundy's
0: also might get traded on the trade block there. Who's D- that? Dylan Bundy.
8: Yeah, I saw a guy I like because he's like an old school throwback slugger, Joey Gallo. Oh yeah, he yeah he might get traded too. of the Rangers. That guy either hits a home run or strikes out. Gallo, I saw his name floated around. Um, so yeah, I mean some some big names are. Re- I, I might big, not. I might not. Everything's relative. I might
0: not be able to sleep today. Ugh.
12: <laughs> I'll sleep like a baby
8: I'll wait. I'm will i going to sleep so well as long as my air
12: conditioning works and then I'm going to wake up and I'll be like oh that guy got traded holy crap <laughs> you know that's a oh that's a surprise. you know I don't know about you guys and it's not just because the hours we work if anyone wanted any like top secret information out of me just keep me up for like 24 hours then put me in front of a comfortable bed I'll tell you anything you want to know I'll tell you anything you want to know I just give me the I got to go to sleep give me a comfortable bed I want to go to sleep
8: yeah well, I'm upset because I remember the old days, Eddie, we were doing the overnights. We used to have these trade deadlines would be at midnight. And so we would have live trade action oh, that would be going cool. on. And they and then that. they got but,
12: smart and said, what are we doing? Let's have a yeah, certain so day where people are listening.
8: Now they make it like 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific. But before it would be like midnight. And the NBA was the last one. And who is that uh, redheaded woman on ESPN? She was the one that... <laughs> Complained.
12: We're talking about Rachel
8: Nichols? Yeah, Rachel Nichols. Yeah, she complained. I don't <laughs> know what her name is. She, I, don't know, I don't watch that show. But broad. she, she, she uh, complained, Eddie, and then she was one of the leading uh, voices to get the NBA to get rid of it. They were the last league that had their trade deadline at like midnight. It was awesome. And sometimes because trades would be, they'd, they'd get extra bonus time. And so we'd have trades in the middle of the night that were going down. It was f- so much fun. And free agency, when that would start, it was at midnight, and then they got rid of that also it sucks. but anyway, all right, thank you for that, Eddie. Well, that uh, we spent a lot of time <laughs> talking about random baseball players that could be traded, which is very compelling.
12: It was better than Pirates bullpen talk though. To be yeah, uh,
8: maybe a little bit. We are going to have coming up in a little bit. We'll have the somewhat exciting, somewhat exciting. Mallard of the third degree, but a quarterback dinged up. We're talking about Carson Wentz. Now, as of right now, the Eagles quarterback listed as day-to-day. They're calling it a minor soft tissue injury. Yeah. But it was big enough for him not to practice on Sunday. State-sponsored NFL media saying that the Eagles quarterback, the injury is considered minor, and the team was just being cautious and that he should be good to go for the start of the regular season. But this is Carson Wentz. And I have done many a mile of monologue about Carson Wentz. The man is made out of paper mache, Carson Wentz. So I wouldn't I would not just toss this aside and say there's nothing to this until I see Carson Wentz with my own eyes going out there and playing football. I would hold off on that. And there is a lot of part B of this, there's a lot of chatter. Most of this being generated by the media, but Jalen Hurts, who I didn't even think he was all that good at Alabama before he went to Oklahoma and all that, but Jalen Hurts, there's a buzz. Stories out there, there's a buzz about Jalen Hurts as Carson Wentz dinged up in training camp. and that Can you imagine a scenario where a rookie quarterback, Jalen Hurts, ends up Playing and the way Carson Wentz is going, he was a late scratch because of injury. You gotta think that at some point, even if Wentz starts the season as the starter, that Hertz is going to be the guy. And I, by all reports, Jalen Hurts is going to be the backup. The, he, he was in a competition with Nate Sudfeld. Wow, what a competition that is! Woo-wee! And uh, it appears that Jalen Hurts has won the backup job for the Eagles, and they're they're talking about playing him in goal line situations and try to keep teams off balance there in, uh, in regular season games. But I would not be shocked if we see Jalen Hurts start games before the end of the year because Carson Wentz, this guy is a walking injury, is what this guy is, a walking, talking injury, and he's been that way. Uh, for a number of years all right let's go to the phones right now let's say hello to uh eeny meeny Miney mo let's go to kathy in portland hello
2: kathy
14: well good morning it's basketball playoff time it's fantastic i missed the first hour and i apologize i got to read in a book uh you can't have your radio on in portland uh because all there is is bad news um, so well, then I on this show, it's off. nothing
8: but good. It's nothing but good news
14: on this show. What are you talking about? You're Praise really... God! Uh, I'm sorry, I missed the first hour. Um, so, well, what book were you I, reading, what... though, Kathy? What book were you reading? Uh, I read the um, Alex Trebek book. I'm a real Jeopardy um, enthusiast, and yeah. he has a book out, uh, and it was fantastic. Now, do you uh, think the he audio, wrote the, the book audio book was somebody, read by some, Alex somebody... Trebek and Ken Jennings. Somebody and it was else must have.
8: Uh, I bet you somebody else actually wrote the book. He, I don't think he wrote. You think he actually oh, wrote the book?
14: Probably not. Yeah, but probably. Not. I think he can. You know, it was obviously somebody you know wrote it for him with all his input. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm so sorry that I missed the Boston game. Uh, if you talked about it last hour, uh, I asked your forgiveness. Well, I
8: mentioned it as you know on this show. The currency of our show was all about the Clippers and Mavericks and the Clippers eliminating Dallas. But I did mention they sure how. Did. The uh, Celtics it came out like gangbusters against the Toronto Raptors, and it was the backcourt of Kemba Walker and Marcus Smart that delivered the early KO of
14: yeah. the
8: Raptors. That was a great beginning for the.
14: It's nice to see a, a series that might have some defense. What a concept!
8: Mm, I would hold off on that. It's too oh. pre- it's premature to say that there'll actually be defense being played. Oh. I
14: see yeah I was kind of hoping. But it's going to be an exciting series nonetheless. Um, I am also hoping, uh, maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I'm hoping that the Trailblazers will not uh, renew Carmelo Anthony. Uh, we had a quote on the radio uh, this morning somewhere uh, that Carmelo Anthony said that he hoped he would be able to stay in Portland. And, uh nah, for defensive Carmelo, reasons, Carmelo,
8: you ask him if he wants to play for the Knicks, he'll say, I want to play for the Knicks. You know, he... I don't think he's going to be back in Portland because he, he wants to go. So he thinks now that he's reinvented himself, which I don't think he has done because he didn't no. play that well in Portland. But the, you wouldn't know that from the media consumption about Carmelo Anthony. But he, no. he, in his head, I think he, he knows he can get a chance somewhere else in a bigger situation. So.
14: Well, I sure hope we can pick up some uh, a little little defensive strength. Uh, and um, Maybe it's my uh, mantra lately. You know, I get like this. and I, It's not one of my good traits. Uh, but I just am so tired of everybody just running around and all they do is shoot threes. And obviously I'm exaggerating, uh, but it's like the old Nuggets. You remember when the Nuggets would always have these huge high scores back in the dark ages. Well, the Uh, NBA's
8: been like this for a long time, but now it's just like it's even more um, redonkios. But I'll let you go. Get back to your book there because that Alex Trebek book. You
14: take care, man.
8: All right, thank you. Uh, She's finished the book. She'll be locked and listening uh, the rest of the show. All right, time now for the Insta Trivia. We're going to have Mallard of the third degree. Here's the Insta Trivia. Giannis Adetokounmpo averaged 30.6 points per game and 16 rebounds per game during round one versus Orlando. Blank was the last player to average 30-plus points per game and 15 or more rebounds per game in an NBA playoff series. Against Giannis Adetokounmpo, he averaged over 30 points, over 16 rebounds during round one against Orlando, Blank was the last player to average 30-plus points per game, 15-plus rebounds per game in an NBA playoff series. That's the instant trivia of the answer
2: Nick Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Step into the world of power, loyalty.
10: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
7: I will call upon you to do a service
10: for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com.
1: Welcome to the family.
12: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions,
1: 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
11: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson.
1: Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
11: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app,
1: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list.
0: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was
4: 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. He was on loading. And I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I'm Miss Hurley. I said, what? Sergeant
0: Burrell. This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
12: Only a few rare birds are able to listen to all four hours of the Ben Maller Show live overnight, but thanks to podcasting, you have no excuse to miss a second of our unorthodox chatter. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It's quick, painless, and a noise management. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
8: Time now for the Instant Trivia. Giannis Kumbo he averaged 30 points... 16 rebounds during round one. Bucks eliminating Orlando. Blank was the last player to average 30 plus points per game, 15 plus rebounds per game in an NBA playoff series. That's the question. What's the answer? Hobby Bobby's going with Shaquille O'Neal. Jake in Toledo says Marty McSorley. Uh, who else do we have? Meadowlark Lemon from Johnny Q. Elgin Baylor, guest by the Mallet Prop Guy. Tito Santana. From Luke, the vending guy. Ricky Pierce, tossed out by Pauly D. Christina in Spokane, is going with Whitetail the dog as his answer. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, page down, page down. Arthur Morgan from J Scoop. That's his answer. Can't read that one on the air. Easy E, Eric. Bischoff from Rob in Vegas. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Quickly, please. Joe Barry Carroll. Oh, JBC. Joe Barry Carroll. Is that correct? No, that is incorrect, Eddie. Unfortunately, the correct answer is Dirk Nowitzki back in 2002 for the Dallas Mavericks against the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's Mallor. How about that? To the
2: third degree. Fire this is. Is when Big Ben gets grilled.
13: All right, here we go. Koopa So Stan Van Gundy called for uh, FSR to dump Chris Broussard over the weekend after uh, Broussard said it's time for the Trailblazers to dump Terry Stotts. Uh, now, Broussard said that the Blazers have peaked in Stotts' system. Uh, do you think Terry Stotts is the problem, Ben? No, I think
8: Stan Van Gundy is the problem, right? If he wants to program Fox Sports Radio, he should contact the corporate office and send your resume in and uh, see if uh, Scott Shapiro wants to hire you there. And uh, You never trust the opinion of ex-coaches on current coaches. They are part of the good old boys network. They always defend coaches, even when they're not coaching. And listen, Terry Stotts... To me, he's an average NBA coach. The Blazers have two max contract guys. They should expect more than losing, having a losing record and getting bumped in the first round of the playoffs like that. And ultimately, it's not Stan Van Gundy or Chris Broussard's call. This comes down to Damian Lillard. He's the guy. If he wants a new coach, there will be a new coach
13: in Portland and Terry Stott's ass is grass. Next. Now, Rick Patino praised the uh, recent uh, coaching hires by the Knicks over the weekend. He said that while he knows players are required for a turnaround, but the uh, the pieces are falling in place, Ben, for the Knicks, according to Patino. Yeah. Uh, do you think the Knicks are on the right path, or do you think they're doomed as long as Dolan is the owner?
8: No, listen, I like Thibodeau, but uh, you know I, I, Patino's opinion is is also irrelevant. Again, it's the whole coaching thing. Patino and Tom Thibodeau go back to the 1980s in a coaching clinic when they were together. James Dolan is an excuse. He's not the reason the Knicks suck. The Knicks suck. They've had bad players. They These lottery picks haven't worked out. Tom Thibodeau's a good coach. I like the way his teams play, but you got to have the
13: superstars. They don't have the superstars. Next! So the Madden video game has been simulating the entire season the past few years. Uh, last year, they got it right with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Uh, this year, they probably won't get it right. Uh, they have the Bears winning it all, yeah. Ben. Uh, ah. over, <laughs> over the weekend, the team announced there won't be a uh, named QB starter before week one. Ben, no matter who starts, they're not going to be above 500, right? No, I think they'll be about
8: 500 because of the defense, right? The defense, Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Roquan Smith, but the rest of it, forget about it. That's a win. Eh. I'm counting that as a win.
13: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten
7: lucky?
0: Lucky?
6: Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
5: wherever you get your podcasts.